Are you tired of losing sales? Do you wish you had proven strategies that would help you increase your sales today, not in three months? You could Google it, but Google is in the information business. And I am in the transformation business. Welcome, Welcome. to the Snack-Sized Sales Podcast, where we will share three actionable sales strategies that you can implement in your business today to increase your sales tomorrow. This includes tactics, tips, and techniques from industry experts, influencers, and sales pros to help you shorten your learning curve and increase your bottom line. The more sales strategies we simplify for you, the shorter your sales cycle and the more money in the bank. Now your host, 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 multi-award-winning sales expert and international speaker, Wesleyan Greer. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Snack Size Sales Podcast. Today, I have a real treat for you guys. I have Janae Johnson of CTM Unlimited. How are you, Janae? Doing well, Wesleyan. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Cannot wait to jump into this conversation. Awesome. Let me tell you guys about Janae. Starting with the premise that everyone has genius within them, Janae equips leaders and teams with proper tools, guidance, strategy, and courage to accomplish their business objectives. Her approach to forging a path for racial equity in the workplace is no different. Leaning into her experience in behavior change, Janae leverages proven methodologies and strategies to help companies build equitable workplaces. She partners with executives and ERG leaders to gauge the effectiveness of current DEI initiatives and identify specific focus for change. She created Bold X Brave Conversations, a facilitated workshop for leaders to start engaging their teams in productive conversations about race and disparity that ultimately lead to strategic action. So you are a powerhouse. How did you get started into this realm of business? Well, first of all, I always cringe a little bit when I hear that bio because I'm like, did I I do all of that? I do do all of that? Um, But no, uh, what's interesting, and I think it is in my bio, is that I talk about having this background in behavior change and all the work that I've done over my career and also in business has been very people focused. It's been about things needed to shift for some reason or another. So it's been leadership development. It's been training. It's been team effectiveness. It's been employee engagement. It's been all of these things. And it always has had this undercurrent of being very data driven, of making sure that we're measuring, making sure that there is actual ROI and we're not just doing things to be doing it, which a lot of times in the people and development space, we find that that happens. So for me, it was a natural fit to really shift our business to focus on racial equity in the workplace using all of these methodologies because it is all rooted in behavior change. And ultimately, we are looking to change cultures. And so there are some very specific ways to do that and some specific approaches that we're able to use that I'm able to pull from some of my past experience. And so when I asked you to be a guest on the Snack Size Sales Podcast, you said, I don't do anything with sales. What are you talking about, Wesley? Why do you even want me on your podcast? And I was like, what do you mean, Janae? What you're doing is so important to a sales culture. It's so important. So tell us your first tip for increasing sales. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I did say that when you invited me to the podcast because I was like, uh, nah, that's I'll, I'll support it, I'll promote it, but 
I don't need to be a guest on it, but you helped me to see the light. So the first tip I'll share is about when there are diverse areas of thought. So when you have diverse people who are all bringing their experiences, their background, their knowledge, and just their lives to any sales process, you're going to get better outcomes, right? Because we all have blind spots. So no matter how great we are at selling, there's still going to be these areas that like, oh, I hadn't considered that. And sometimes you just need a different voice. And so one of the prime examples that I like to reference is actually working with you, Wesley. You know, our business had already been running. I'd already been working with clients. We were in the midst of doing this big push around Bold X Brave and, you know, bringing in new prospects. But I needed a different perspective. I needed that diversity of thought on my team and it didn't exist. And I was working with other people. It wasn't just me. And so just by being able to partner with you, I was able to look at how we served our clients differently. I was able to look at even just tailoring our solutions and from a perspective that I didn't have. So, you know, for anyone who's in sales, whether you're a business owner or you lead a sales team, it's so vitally important to have that diversity of thought because sometimes you don't even know what you're missing mm-hmm. until you bring that that diverse thought in. So when I think about diversity of thought, I think about, you know, working in a multi-generational, multicultural workplace because the experiences that I've had being a Southerner in the United States are completely different than somebody who's in the UK. And so when you have those diversity of thoughts and diversity of experience, you're right. As a sales team, as a business, it takes your business a step up because you're having people with all of these diverse backgrounds and diverse thoughts come together. I love that. And what is your second tip for us? So my second tip is about being able to reimagine your products and services. And so I think when you look at what you offer to your clients and your customers from your lens, there are limitations to that. But when you are able to reimagine even just how you provide solutions, then that gives you even more market reach, right? So you're going to reach more people when you have a diverse team. You're going to reach more people when you have approaches that might be a little bit different than what your own or what your original approach might be. And so um, I think also there's this this understanding around getting buy-in, right? So whether it's a customer or whether it's actually leading people on your team, right? So we talk about sales externally, but this also applies internally, right? So you're also selling your team on, hey, this is our approach. Here's our promotion for this month. These are our goals. Here are our targets. Here are our quotas, whatever it is. And so you have to get their buy-in too. And so I think by being able to understand the experiences, the diverse experiences of other people, you actually can lead your team better. And then you can offer products and services to your customers that are reimagined. They're things that you hadn't considered or that you wouldn't ordinarily offer if it was just up to your experiences and your background and your expertise. So when you were talking about those first two things and you brought up diversity of thought and diverse products and services, if somebody feels that their organization is, everyone is thinking the same, that they've been Mm -hmm. in their own way for many, many years, or maybe they're a solopreneur and they only know how to do it one way, what's the first step that they would take to start embracing that diversity of thought and getting those outside opinions? Yeah, I think partnership, like there has to be a focus on who do I need to partner with? 
first starting with the awareness that I don't have it all figured out and I do have these blinders and I probably will always have them based on my background, but reaching out. And sometimes that means it could be peers within your organization, maybe in another team, another sales team and say, Hey, let's talk about what you're doing. Let's kind of do some knowledge share. Right. But it also could be an external partner. Like, Hey, you know, I need to call transform sales because I really need to think differently about how we approach this. And I do understand that I've been doing this by myself and there's probably something that I'm missing. So I think partnership is where you start like having that awareness, but then also once you decide to go down that path of partnership, making sure that you are open to whatever you're going to receive in that partnership, because sometimes you partner with someone and they tell you something that you don't necessarily want to hear at first. They may tell you that what you've been doing is ineffective. And, you know, we get very personal about our approaches and our customers and our clients and our services. But I would just encourage people to be open to that. Like you're you're not seeking diversity of thought and diverse voices just for the sake of doing it. You're seeking it to improve your business and your bottom line. And so, you know, I would say be receptive, whatever you get from from those partnerships. That's good. And what you said is so important. A lot of times we internalize, we reach out for help and support, or maybe we even pay someone for this. And then they say something that we don't necessarily agree with. And then we get our feathers all ruffled up and we get mad and say, I'm not going to work with this person anymore. But that's the whole reason that we have these partnerships for forging things that are outside of our everyday realm. Mm -hmm. And what's your final tip that you have for us? Uh, Yes. So the final tip when it comes to um, diversity in sales is really about your reach. So what happens is, and I'm going to talk about this from a customer perspective. When I am looking at different companies, whether it's to partner on, you know, something that we're doing in corporate, I'm looking for a vendor, or if I'm just a consumer, right? Like I want to go to a boutique and shop and buy some shoes. I want to know who's actually running that team. I want to be able to connect with someone who has some sort of perspective where they can connect with me. And so if you only have a monolithic type of sales team, you will only connect with a certain type of person. And so from a customer perspective, it's vitally important that you have different people who look differently, who sound differently, who have different backgrounds, who are of different genders, because you just reach more people. And we know that people don't buy products, they buy from people. And so that would be my final tip, just about your market reach and increasing that. And from a customer perspective, you know, I'm going to do business with people who I feel like I can make a connection with. That's good. And you know, you mentioned a a couple different facets of diversity there. And another one that always pops into my brain is just age, right? Because a lot of times I work with clients that are in these uh, petrochemical manufacturing, right? Mm -hmm. Those industries where a lot of the workforce is getting older. And when you go in and you hire someone and they come in with all these fresh ideas, everybody kind of pushes them down and they squeeze out and you don't realize how that actually affects your revenue. Mm-hmm. Because by doing the same thing that you've always done, you're going to get the same result yep. that you've always gotten, yep. right? Yep. So these tips on diversity and really diversifying your sales force from thoughts and products, ah, you've given us so much information. And you know, a lot of times people are like, well, where do I start? Mm-hmm. How do I even know that I have a problem? So what would you tell them? I guess this is going to be a bonus tip. 
So <laughs> what would that bonus tip be to how do I know that I, I need to get some diversity within my team? Well, I think one is to review your goals, right? So if you have already, you've done this well, you've set some goals for yourself and not don't just look at your goals for this year, but look at year over year. Um, Have you seen where you've been able to meet these goals? Have you been able to increase, you know, pick a metric and like, hey, has have I been able to increase my market reach by 25% year over year, for example, right? And if the answer is no, if you're looking at like, hey, every year I set goals, and I'm not really meeting those goals. And that's an indicator that maybe I need to do something differently. And mind you, it doesn't mean that you, you don't make other adjustments in your business, but it does mean that maybe you need another perspective. Maybe you need a voice that you haven't heard yet or that you haven't listened to. I would also say to really be, again, be receptive and looking at what some of the competitors are doing. I know that that's, you know, sometimes we don't want to do competitor analysis because we feel like we've got it, but be receptive to what that is, because obviously there's something that they're doing to reach their customer. And so there may be something that you're not doing. And potentially you could find that they are taking these different diverse strategies and that's why they have a broader reach than you do. And so I think it's just important to think about that and to really do some self-assessment um, from a goals perspective and then also to think about what your competitors are doing that maybe you haven't tried yet. Mm, I love that. You're like speaking my language because <laughs> a lot of times, you know, I you look at the numbers, like you said, you're data driven. Mm -hmm. I love numbers. I'm always looking at them. And a lot of times we'll be like, well, let me put more into my marketing budget. Or maybe I need to hire more salespeople, yeah. but not really yeah. taking that global view of, yeah, I need to hire more salespeople. But instead of hiring another person in the same region, why don't I hire a remote salesperson in the Northwest, right? Or in the UK to really get a broader depth of the marketplace. So you've given us so many gems and I was wondering, do you have a free gift for the audience? I do, I do. So if you are interested in looking at just the diverse makeup of your team and even identifying where some of the gaps are, if you are bold, brave enough to do that, then we do have um, the strategic diversity, equity and inclusion audit. So if you want to do this audit, that would be a 30-minute session with me. And I would just kind of look at the makeup of your team. I'll ask some very pointed questions. And then at the end of that conversation, you'll have some recommendations around just two or three things that you can do to really start to move the needle in the areas where we find gaps. So that's 30 minutes and the link will be provided. Right, Wesleyan? It will be. It will be in the show notes. And so again, I encourage you because one of the things that Janae said is sometimes we don't realize that we're not embracing diversity within our organization. Mm -hmm. So even if you feel that, you know, ah, we're okay. I don't need anything. Please take her up on her offer. She is a genius. She says she rescues geniuses. <laughs> and I always tell her to rescue a genius, you must be a genius. So if you really want to take a deep dive into the diversity of your team, of your company, please take her up on this offer for this diversity audit. And how is the best way for people to get in contact with you? Sure. So a few ways. Uh, you can go to our website, ctmunlimited.com. And there's a contact us uh, box and things that you can fill out if you want to get in contact in general. You can also read more about the company and the work that we do. You can email me at janae at werescuegeniuses.com, which that'll be in the show notes as well. And you can find me on LinkedIn. So if you just search Janae Johnson, I'll probably pop up because my name is not that common. 
and particularly if you're already connected to Westling, you'll easily find me. But uh, that's really where I hang out is LinkedIn. So that's probably the best way, but you can always email me or go to our website as well. Thank you so much for spending some time with our audience, Janae. You've given us a lot of things to think about on how to make our teams more diverse. Thanks again for being here. Thank you. And guys, that's another episode of the Snack Size Sales Podcast. And remember, in everything that you do, transform your sales. Thank you for joining us today on the Snack Sized Sales Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and leave us a review. Learn how to continue increasing your bottom line by getting simplified sales strategies delivered to your inbox weekly by going to www.snacksizedsales.com. Trust me, your bank account will grow and love you.